the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Southern California Live, 99.5 KKLA. It's David James and the Reverend Andy Bales. He needs his headphone levels taken way down. How about that, Andy? He scared you to, like you're at a Led Zeppelin concert, man. You need your lighter up and everything. His head level, headphone levels. He's like, whoa, you just lit up. We're live here at the Union Rescue Mission. It's David James along with the Reverend Andy Bales. You know, we are in that Thanksgiving season, and we're going to have some really some fun, some encouragement this afternoon here during Southern California Live. Uh, here as they are uh, roasting, actually not roasting, Andy. Deep frying. You are deep frying what? How many? 200 plus turkeys? Uh, oh, yeah, over 200, and I think we've just completed over 100 since... 8 a.m. Now, it used to be back in the day when you would cook turkeys and bake those rascals. It would take, well, you know, at weeks. Casa, it takes six six hours per turkey, seven, eight hours per turkey. So it would what, take weeks to do It'd that, take right? weeks, and then you'd freeze, and now we can deep fry them all and have it fresh tomorrow on the plate. Ah, it sounds so it's good. It is going to be so good. 8 a.m. you start serving here. Uh, uh, no, we, Hill, right? we uh, started deep frying at 8 a.m. Yeah, this morning. Yeah, tomorrow uh, it's 10.30 for everybody living inside. And then our guests on the outside uh, who are devastated by homelessness will stop by this door right over here. And I'll greet them and we'll give them a big uh, box of uh, trimmings and Thanksgiving turkey, all the trimmings, and a uh, bag of gifts. That's so good. And that starts. It's 10. Yep, including a Bible. 10.30 to about 2.30 or so? Yeah, 10.30 to about 2.30. We'll be busy with... Inviting friends to what we would like to call grandma's house and special recipes and a welcome that only a grandma could give. Now, let's talk a little bit about that because that's what this is all about. Thanksgiving, we all talk about going home. We have those memories of, of, of back in the day. Not that it was perfect, right? But that we remember going home and having the, the sights and smells of, of Thanksgiving. And, you know, that, uh, mom would sometimes put uh, maybe some Christmas music on. You're like, wait a minute. You're not supposed, you're supposed to wait till later. <laughs> no, this is Thanksgiving. Um, so let's set the table. We are in the dining room. We're broadcasting live from the Union Rescue Mission dining room just off San Pedro. And you've got outside along the uh, one of the walls here at Union Rescue Mission, what, 20, 25 deep fryers, right? Frying yes. those turkeys? Yeah. And uh, we have a gate around it, and everybody comes by all day smelling the wonderful uh, turkey smoke, which I call marketing. And then we, we allow them, uh, tell them to come back tomorrow, and uh, we'll have a meal for you. So uh, we've, we've been going all day with volunteers from the L.A football club that's that's soccer uh and uh we've had groups from starbucks and we've had uh wonderful groups from from many different companies and they've been coming in in shifts and and deep brian we have gary uh reynolds and espn disney coming in at 8 p.m tonight to finish it off and uh, we have maritza former graduate from hope gardens bringing her team from a veterans group she's now serving as a as a, a person at a nonprofit that's, profit that serves veterans. So Maritza's bringing her team. 
I, I want to get back to Marissa because yeah. I want her story. Yeah. Because oh. that's the reason. What a story. That's the reason everything being done here is being done. Not only is it the right thing to do. You've got souls on the streets, uh, gamut of reasons, hopelessness running amok, yet tomorrow, tremendous hope being brought because they realize that they are loved. And talk about a VIP experience. Here's what's going to happen, KKLA family. So we're in the dining room now. Andy, share what happens. Right now, it's just tables, tables, tables. Uh, it's an industrial uh, complex-type roof <laughs> where the, the tiles aren't in. But this thing's being transformed. You talk about mama, Mama's house. I think you and I and, and Steve and we are getting kicked out at, immediately at 4 p.m., and they're going to come in with uh, cables and draping and uh, partitions and it's going to be transformed yeah and it's gonna uh, an atmosphere where it's gonna feel like kitty was telling me and and kitty davis walker by the way vice president of public relations co-host with you host with you on co-host on amazing stories from skid row heard on kkla and she was telling me that um it's going to be transformed into a warm environment where it's just gonna have everyone realizing you know what I do have blessings in my life, and that is someone invested in me with the food on this table and the transformation that will take place inside begins, hopefully, a transformation like Marissa. I want you to tell Marissa's story because you tell me that she was at Hope Gardens and re-educate all of us listening as to what Hope Gardens is because that's part of Union Rescue Mission. But her story on where she was and now here she is going to be serving tomorrow. Well, tell, let me tell you quickly the whole story and tell me if I'm running out of time. But, <laughs> but I got home from a gala. I don't know which one it was. Hearts for Hope gala. Uh, something like that. I got home late on a Saturday night. And I got a call on a Sunday morning. And I really wasn't wanting to go anywhere because I was tired out. But uh, Daisy, a graduate of Hope Gardens, had told her friend about Hope Gardens, and her friend told Maritza. So Maritza called me on my cell. I woke up, and Maritza started telling me her situation. She said, I was in a hotel. Uh, uh, I'm out of money. I went out to my car to, to move back into my car and with my little two little girls, and my car was repossessed. And, you know, here I am trying to tell her how to get to Hope Gardens, and finally I said, oh, Forget it. I'm just coming with my truck to pick you up. So I drove to Pomona, picked up Maritza and her two little precious girls. And uh, she said, by the way, could we go to Palmdale to pick up my two little boys who are staying with their dad? And I said, sure, we can. So we drove to Palmdale. From Pomona. Yeah. And I picked them up and uh, waited kind of outside of a gang-type house as she went in and courageously grabbed her two little boys out. They were like three and four at the time. And she came and got in, the, got in the car. And Maritza got in the back with the girls. And the little guys were up front with me. And they literally talked my leg off. Not, I mean, not literally. But <laughs> they, they could not quit talking. First, they were going, Mom, Mom, Mom. And I said, why don't you let your mom get some rest? Well, Maritza went to sleep. She was tired from being homeless. And uh, the little boys were asking me, where are we going? Are we going to mom's house or are we going to your house? And uh, I didn't want to lie to them. I didn't want to say your mom doesn't have a house. I finally just said, we're going to a big, big house 
downtown with a playground on the roof and lots of little boys and girls to play with. And so that seemed to calm them down. They were so sweet. They were sharing their the, the jack-in-the-box that I got them and sharing their fries. And when we arrived here, the team greeted them, welcomed them. They moved into Union Rescue Mission downtown. Shortly after, everybody saw the work ethic in Maritza, and she moved to Hope Gardens. And shortly after that, because she was a former foster youth, uh, she was provided with a uh, three-bedroom apartment with two baths. And so she went from homelessness, struggling, living in a car, all the way to uh, having her own place now and working with a group that helps veterans and coming down to give back. I think she's come the last few years to, to fry turkeys and give back. So we have those kind of life transformations. Last night, uh, Dave, we, I, was, I got this call and connected our team with a lady who was going to give us thousands of women's intimates and underwear and things. And pretty soon she says, by the way, uh, when I was at my worst, you and Union Rescue Mission were there for me. You, I will never forget that. And I pray for you every day. So here's this woman high up in a company now who formerly struggled and was on the streets and at Union Rescue Mission, making a difference herself now. That's what we're all about, life transformation. Yeah, and Hope Gardens, by the way, uh, remind everyone, it's up at the foothills right there at the uh, at the at the foot of the uh, Angeles National Forest. Uh, yeah, San absolutely. Gabriel's. Angeles National Forest is in our backyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a place where uh, moms can go and her children be safe there, and they, they, they learn re- re-education, you know, skill sets and all that, right? That's where... It's transitional housing. Right. And even though our government... Entities have given up on transitional housing. Yep. We believe it is the absolute best place for people to turn their lives around. Two to three years of offering every kind of service you can imagine, parenting classes, education, mm-hmm. job skills, help, financial, uh, you know, counseling, um, whatever, whatever they need. Right. We provide that. And give them two to three years to save up their money. We have moms who eventually move out into a job, into a home, and they've saved $20,000 while they're at Hope Gardens, have all healthy relationships, are sober, and, uh, you know, their life has been transformed. So that's what we believe in, life transformation through Jesus Christ. To Reverend Andy Bales, David James here on Southern California Live, 99.5 KKLA this afternoon. A celebration of 200-plus turkeys being deep-fried. And then, of course, all the fixings going on with it uh, tomorrow being served. You've got, what, 1,700 pounds of potatoes, 1,000 pounds of stuffing, 2,000-plus pieces of pie and sides glory. matter of fact, I saw a few of those being wheeled down here. And I thought about getting up, Andy, but, uh, you know, I was told, hey, no, that's uh, no, not you. They told you no on on pie? (laughs) No on on pie. I'm like, okay, it's going to be. I would have intervened on your behalf. Uh, Thank you, Andy. Um, You know, Marissa is, that story right there is exhibit A of what is going to be happening. What happens every day at the Union Rescue Mission? And when we invest into the Union Rescue Mission, and Reverend Andy, first off, for you doing what you do, We've shared, and I know you've shared over and over again, it's a, it's a service. It's the love and passion that you have. It's built in your DNA. But I just want to affirm and encourage you once again, it's a, it's a reminder to all of us when we see a need, fill it. It's not just on a corporate level for you on Union Rescue Mission. Marissa's story, there was no one else to go pick her up. You did that. You did that. You, have a cho- you had a choice. 
and you did that. Now, you know, okay, no accolades, Dave, stop. Not, okay, it's not that. It's about the reminder that when we see a need, fill it. And you did just that. And even drove, you know, up to Palmdale and then back again. Um, and here Marissa is these years later uh, mm-hmm. coming back to serve. Yeah. How, what, what, what kind of, first off, number one, how does that bring you joy? And number two, the story of being able to say, you know what, if you see a need, fill it. And the return on investment is Marissa. Yeah, you know, uh, it's the little things like that that make the difference in the long run. Um, otherwise, you're not, you're not authentic. You, you may say something, but if you don't immediately do it, you're not authentic before the public or, more importantly, before the Lord because this is, this is what God called me to many years ago when I was in that parking ramp and turned a man down for his meal right after hearing the, the stories from Jesus in Matthew 25, verses 31 and following about how when you're confronted with a hungry person, you're supposed to feed him as if you're feeding Jesus himself. And so after that conviction... God just called me to this. Uh, Alistair Begg said the other day that only be a pastor if you can't do anything else. Well, I, I want to admit to you, I couldn't do anything else. I could not do anything else other than serve as the director or the worker or the servant at a rescue mission because I believe uh, I was meant for this. God called me to this, and it's... Uh, it's what I get up in the morning to do every day, uh, and I get to walk among transformed lives, walking miracles because uh, of what Union Rescue Mission, the environment, I guess, we were able to provide. Right. And the Lord works through his people to transform lives here. And I suspect when you hear someone's praying for Union Rescue Mission and all of the souls that are being impacted here every single day. And then tomorrow, I, I, Kitty was telling me, anywhere between 1,500 and 2,000 are going to be fed. Yes. Um, when someone says they say a prayer, I bet that, I mean, the cloaking of the Holy Spirit over this place has got to just move you immensely when someone just says, look, I literally want you to know my family is praying. When they say things like that, uh, it, it, it makes me realize, well, that's the reason I'm still going and that's the reason we're still making it that's the reason such abundant blessings are pouring in from so many uh that god is god is hearing his prayers of his saints and he's responding with with love and miracles now 1891 is union rescue mission's birth date right yes and i was not un- <laughs> and kenny taylor will tell you that i was the driver of the wagon at which point i say yes and i remember picking you up at second and main <laughs> But I was not the driver of the original gospel wagon. No, no, you weren't. Hey, much to what, what's the old quote? It's much to uh, uh, that old quote of uh, it's been exaggerated. Who said yeah, that? Yeah, of my, my death. My yeah, yeah. The reports, <laughs> the reports of my reports death have been, have been grossly over exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a little bit about that history because I want people to understand that this has been uh, a beacon of. Christ-centered hope and transformation in thousands of souls' lives since 1891. Thanks, thanks for asking me to tell that story because Lyman Stewart, the founder, his heart was broken for the men especially who came here to make it big in California 
but found unemployment and the bar, and there were many bars back in 1891. And his heart was broken for those unemployed guys struggling with addiction. And so he drafted his buddy from the Civil War, Major George Hilton, away from the Central Union Mission in Washington, D.C., and, and George came to Union Rescue Mission. I shared this story with the YMCA because they met at the YMCA, uh, the Young Men's Christian Association, back to plan what they were going to do. And from the YMCA, they launched the gospel wagon to go out and preach the gospel in front of the bars and on the streets of Los Angeles and rescue men. And you know the old saying of, Uh, getting on the wagon and falling off the wagon. Well, that was the original gospel wagon, and men would get on and tell the stories of their life being transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, and then if they ever slipped and fell, they would fall off the wagon. But that, that wagon kept up until about 1907, when all the bars ganged up and and uh, made a motion before the city to, to stop the gospel wagon from interfering with their business. Funny, because years later, uh, the downtown missions, uh, or excuse me, the downtown bars all, all raised some money because they believed in the life-changing work of Union Rescue Mission, and they supported us. But they were that group was wiped out by, by COVID. But uh, that was the spirit then, and it's the same spirit now. We are driven, compelled to help people recover from the devastation of life, unemployment, uh, addiction. And it's not just mostly men now. It's men, women, and children. Really, uh, our our mission statement is we embrace people with the compassion of Christ. We're going to probably change that to we embrace all people with the compassion of Christ because there's not a soul that we turn away who comes to Union Rescue Mission. And I I just have to tell you one more great story about our mission statement. Right when all that Measure H money was showing up, uh, and and money was just pouring into all the nonprofits, but with it came uh, one restriction, and that is that you have to allow alcohol and drugs to flow freely if you take that money. And there was temptations, even on our board of directors, uh, from all that money, right? Well, look what we could do with all that money. One yeah, of what's our, it going to hurt? You know. Yeah, one of our friends came forward and he said, I'll tell you what, guys, if you stick with your original mission to rescue people in the power of Jesus Christ and you make me a commitment, I will pledge $30 million as long as you stay with the gospel. So when, when people get after us for staying with the gospel, no matter what money is offered, and I, I can tell you, Dave, it's true, we've turned down not millions, billions of dollars in order to stay true to the gospel. I say, why would we trade the power of Jesus Christ to transform lives for any amount of money? You know, that is, I tell you, that's inspiring. That's a situation where all of us can say that in our own personal life, Reverend Andy. We can all say, look, no compromise on this. You know, we're going to, are we following Christ and the, and what it's spoken in Scripture and that that narrow is the way, or are we going to compromise and just say, well, I don't have enough faith to do it? I mean, that is a a perfect example of, look, just stay faithful. Yeah. Don't kowtow to you know those elements outside pressuring to make that happen. We're going to break. Talk a little bit about that and encourage people as they're on the, in their car right now, listening, going into Thanksgiving, to say, look, persevere in that faith journey and and don't don't give up.
the tenets of the faith and, and the core values of the gospel. Well, by the way, that same fellow spoke a little while ago, and after he shared his personal testimony to a group called our Life Builders, uh, some people stepped forward and have since that meeting given $1.95 million for our new Angelus house in South L.A. Other people criticized him for talking about Jesus too much. Uh, it was a clear, clear divide in the room, uh, be, you know, and, and that divide is real. And whose team do you want to be on? Uh, we know that the power of Jesus Christ can can transform lives. Why would you trade that away for anything? Reverend Annie Bales, David James here, Union Rescue Mission. We're broadcasting live as the turkeys are being fried for tomorrow's Thanksgiving celebration here on Skid Row. Uh, over 200 turkeys start at 8 this morning. We'll continue through the late night tonight. And then starting at 10.30 tomorrow morning, this entire dining room down here on San Pedro in downtown Los Angeles is going to be transformed into a warm uh, Thanksgiving home, if you will, for the thousands of souls that are going to be fed here inside and outside and stories from uh andy bales and and yours truly be a part of this you know that i hope that as you listen as you're on the journeys where are we where we are today whether you're in pomona or you're up in palmdale or anywhere in between that we realize you know what god already in this first segment just learning the history of what Union Rescue Mission represents. Lyman Seward, he also had part of uh, Biola University. Union also. Oil in 1890. Yeah. Union Rescue Mission in 1891. And even though Barry Corey, the president of Biola, has invited me for their Christmas lighting, their Christmas tree lighting on December 2nd, Union Rescue Mission founded Biola. Uh, <laughs> Biola University, the great university that I actually attended, uh, grew out of our men's Bible program, Lyman Stewart wisely hired a chaplain from the East Coast to come run our men's program <laughs> with hopes of creating a Bible college and T.C. Horton, and they did. Bible Institute of Los Angeles. It's a humbling beginning, but no, they, they sure. can share it with us. And I, I, can, <laughs> I can proudly say I've got two daughters, one that's already an alumnus and another one that's there now. Way to so go. All right. Union Rescue Mission is where we are. More with Reverend Andy Bales. We're going to get Kitty on the microphone here in a little while, too. It's David James, Southern California Live, 99.5 KKLA. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. KKLA, Southern California Live. David James here live. Speaking of Southern California Live, we are live here this Friday afternoon. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, we are, um, you might be on the freeway or heading to LAX or John Wayne or Ontario, Burbank. That is the easiest airport to fly out of, I might add. I mean, Andy, you agree with that? Absolutely. LAX, I'd much rather have a spleen taken out, I think, than (laughs) actually, you know, go there, you know. country bumpkin from new hampshire speaking there but there's a lot of people on the road a lot of people traveling getting ready for thanksgiving we're wishing all of you a very happy thanksgiving and that's exactly what the reverend annie bales and everyone here at union rescue mission is going to be doing it's starting now because they're deep frying 200 plus turkeys and they're getting all the fixings ready to serve 1500 to 2000 souls here on the streets in downtown Los Angeles, the Union Rescue Mission transforming the dining room into a warm, friendly, 
kind of like a, a, a traditional home area where people are very comfortable and, and know that they are literally very important people. And that kind of, 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 of hope that way, like they've done this for me, can, can really start a spark and going, man, there's people that really do care. And we're talking to Reverend Andy about that very thing already the first segment. If you missed it, chock full of that kind of hope that is brought forth and encouragement for all of us to bring hope to people that we come in contact with this Thanksgiving. And Andy, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, where you've been and and Union Rescue Mission. I mean, this last year, since the last time we were here a year ago, has been a a big year, not just for you personally, but also you were talking about that Angela's house with the uh, 374 beds. So let's just talk about, we've got the Thanksgiving meals being served, all of that, but just make a, a quick pivot now you, um, on a personal level, before we get into Angela's house, you, you had uh, another, another leg that you lost this year as well. Is that right? Yes. Uh, so I lost my right leg from three flesh-eating diseases that I got on Skid Row by hum- coming in contact with human waste. I, I had E. coli staph and strep that I caught in 2014, but I lost my leg in 2016. And then depending so much on my left leg that I beat it up so badly that I had to make the choice to lose it this year. So uh, for 10 months or so, I was in a wheelchair and uh, uh, I I told you my last party was a Christmas party at Union Rescue Mission and we had a great time, but that was the last time I walked for a while. So about 10 months in a wheelchair and then it took a long time to order the new leg. And then when I ordered the new leg, I thought I'd be walking immediately. So I went to REI. I got trekking poles. I got new shoes. And I made a few steps and then kind of tweaked my knee. Oh, no. <laughs> so I had to start all over. It wasn't quite <laughs> what I hoped for. And I've just really mastered walking, I'd say, in the last week or two. I can walk without a cane, but I usually carry one just yeah, just, just in, in case. case. Yeah, yeah. So, but here's the thing. Here's the here, again. All of us. This, this is all. I want all of us to kind of take this uh, and and really internalize it because again, we all are faced with adversity. We're all faced with those things that just uh, don't don't go to plan. <laughs> Andy had lost already one leg, and now he lost his other. And you had surgery. I think you. The leg was. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if I remember hearing you tell a story you had the the leg kind of you had it removed on a tuesday and you were back to work on a thursday yes, is that right it, it was either that or the next day uh unbelievable yeah and it was because angela's house was having this putting in a final beam on the rooftop and i wanted to be there and steve lopez uh from la times wanted to be there to hang out with me and so he put this picture of me sitting in front of the building and did this big story about how crazy I was to be at work the next well, day. Well, yeah, I mean, you're just here's the thing. You just had a leg amputated, all right? And two days later, you're going, well, you know what? I have, I, I, I want to I wanna, uh, work the room, if you will. You know, you're going to have those. I've got things to do, people to see. And that motivated you to get to Angela's house. I mean, again, any of us facing adversity, uh, exhibit a reverend andy let's let's face that with with the power of the same power that rose christ from the grave as andy has did to get over here to angela's house two days after his leg amputation. so that goes right into angela's house that was exciting An- to Ange- open up angela's house is uh, wonderful let me tell you what's most wonderful about it we will be welcoming 86 
families. This means moms with kids, dads with kids, two-parent families with kids, anyone with kids, grandmas that have, you know, adopted their kids. The only requirement is that you have children. And uh, 86, we call it family bridge housing or transitional housing, interim housing, uh, in nice, wonderful apartments, individual apartments, individual restrooms in the apartments, which is kind of the way of the future for missions because of the struggles with uh, a, a big pandemic and living. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, pandemic ready Angeles House and uh, all private funding. And so we de- we declined to take government money that requires you to have alcohol and drugs freely flowing, requires you not to share your faith. So Angelus House is wide open to share our faith, to share recovery, help restore families. And we were able to raise right now a, a close to $55 million, not only to build Angelus House, but also to fix up Union Rescue Mission downtown, fix up Hope Gardens uh, a little bit, and uh, and we're and operate Angel's house for three years. We're we're trying to raise the money to help us uh, raise enough money to operate Angel's house for three years in the capital. Campus. Is that similar to the transitional housing or the transitional yes, it, as it, it is up at this, uh, Hope Gardens? This will be kind of a perfect hybrid between our fifth floor here okay. at Union Rescue Mission family floor, kind of a step up family shelter, and Hope Gardens family full transitional. So it's a it's a bit of a hybrid of those two, but. But we will we will be able to restore the lives of 86 families at a time, which means hundreds over over the years. So number one takeaway: you didn't take any uh, government money for that. Right. You're able to stay true to the gospel of Christ, be able to proclaim that. No alcohol, none of that stuff. You have your own rules. It's your own place. You don't have to worry about any restrictions because you didn't accept any government money. Secondly. It opens with 86 room. Is that right? Is it 86? 86 apartments 86 for apartments. families. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when somebody says, and again, uh, taking it all back, we're at Los Angeles Mission. We're here Thanksgiving, celebrating the Thanksgiving feast. It's going to be tomorrow. But when someone says, ah, oh, there can't be anything done for the homeless situation. What you just heard right now, that shatters anything that I would have in my mind or anything in, in, in the mind of anyone listening who'd be saying, there's nothing we can do about that. Andy, we're doing something about it. We're, we're not only doing something about it at Union Rescue Mission, but 25% of our staff are former guests. That means we have proof here of transformed lives to the extent that they now serve others uh, in the same way they were served. They have families of their own that have been restored. They have homes of their own, live off, uh, off campus. Uh, we now have Union Rescue Mission downtown. We have Hope Gardens Family Center in Silmar. Uh, we have Angela's house soon to open. Maybe grand opening will be January 20th, if not January 27th. And we have something cooking that's going to be bigger than all of it. <laughs> Using a turkey analogy here. <laughs> well, yeah. And you want, you want to shed? It's not deep fried, but I can't, <laughs> I can't share the details of this yet. But imagine a place perhaps 10 times the size of, of Hope Gardens and not serving 10 times the people, but serving a, an abundance of people, helping them uh, find a new life. Wow. So God has been overwhelming us with his goodness through his 
people, and it's his people, um, you know, who are believers, as well as people who aren't necessarily believers, but know that we're making a difference. Well, certainly when you see the results, you know, anybody who just wants to see return on investment, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, think- you don't have to love Jesus to see the return on investment, but doggone it, when they see the return on investment because people do love Jesus, it's, it might be if the Holy Spirit's going to work in their life. Yeah. And I've had calls from Reno to wanting to replicate what we do here. Just had a call right before I came on from Reading, needing our help. Uh, we, we get calls all the time from people who want to replicate what has happened at Union Rescue Mission. And I can tell you the key is faithfulness to the gospel of Jesus Christ and his life-transforming power. Reverend Andy Bales joins us here. I truly hope, regardless of where you are, you're hearing the encouragement and the good news of what is happening here at Union Rescue Mission, but then even above and beyond that, how God wants to use us in the lives of people that we're going to come in contact with this Thanksgiving. Even starting today on the freeways packed, uh, LAX and all the airports packed, getting home, packed, you know, all those things going on. Remember that Christ wants to use us, and we stay true to his calling. Uh, Look what happens. Um, Even in the midst of adversity of a whole 18 months, Union Rescue Mission is is thriving, is uh, growing, and more people being presented an opportunity not only to to be off Skid Row and to, to conquer those demons that are perhaps in their life, but an opportunity to love Jesus and have a future and a hope uh, and, and, and give back to the community. Pretty awesome. Reverend Andy Bales joins us. David James, we are live. Skid Row off San Pedro Union Rescue Mission, getting ready for the Thanksgiving feast tomorrow and all those turkeys being uh, deep fried right now. Southern California Live, more next here on 99.5 KKLA. KKLA. We are broadcasting live today. We are on the road. Reverend Andy Bales, Union Rescue Mission, downtown Los Angeles, Thanksgiving week. And Thanksgiving being served to 1,500, 2,000 homeless here in downtown Los Angeles tomorrow with all the turkeys that are being fried right now. I have about 20 vats. Paint that picture for you. About 20, 22 deep fryers out there. They started at 8 a.m., with uh, 200 plus turkeys, it takes what about five, seven, eight minutes for each one of those turkeys? No, it's about two and a half pound uh, minutes per pound. So it's about. I think our first one was so hot it was 35 minutes, <laughs> but it was like four. It's 42 minutes. 42 minutes. These per- are smaller turkeys this year. They're more like giant chickens. Yeah, giant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get called that a lot actually myself. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> so I get, I get called the turkey. Yeah, so. I get to the turkey, and I'll be the giant chicken. How about that? <laughs> The giant chicken and the turkey on the on the air here on KKLA. So yeah, 42, 45 minutes so for each turkey and start at 8 a.m. They'll wrap wrap up tonight, late tonight, and then all of those turkeys being carved tomorrow as the homeless are served in very important VIP style here inside the dining room. Of course, there's a lot of restrictions still, so you can only fit how many people here in the dining room at a time? Fifty six at a time. Wow. That's why we're going ten thirty until two thirty. Yeah, uh, we. Because of having to adapt to county rules, we, we have more like 420 to 450 now where we used to have 1,000 people under a roof. That's why we have to create such so many satellites in order to do what we've done in the past. And 
You've had to reinvent. We, we've had to quickly reinvent. And we've had to become a mini uh, hospital as well. Right. And outside, too, by the way, there's going to be a number of people that come and just it's a grab-and-go type thing, yeah. too. Tell us a little bit about how that works so, tomorrow. That's got to be fun. Yeah, it's my favorite part because I come down and I, I move right into that little cubby hole over there. And they set it up like with a booth and a table. And I hand I get to say Happy Thanksgiving and hand over the the box with all the Thanksgiving trimmings and turkey and everything, pie, and also give a gift bag, including a Bible, a hygiene kit, and other items. So tell us a little bit about, is there someone, and this is, uh, we, we, this is kind of improvisation, by the way, KKLA family. I'm asking Andy this on the fly, so it may be you've got so many people cycling through your head, but over the years, when you've served here Thanksgiving, and you is there a particular person or persons or maybe even you know family a, a mom was on the street with her with her kids who were served here at Thanksgiving and you that all began that hope began with that meal and now y- you could really share about how because someone like us invested in their life and that Thanksgiving meal and everything in between all that Union Rescue, Rescue Mission does the transitional housing an opportunity for a skill set to be given children to learn, have the dignity to be able to get an education, all of those things to where they are now. Do you have a, yeah. uh, someone that comes to mind? I heard one of our staff members who used to be a guest comment that uh, they actually came in and had a meal, and that's when their life began to take a turn. When you first started talking, I, I thought back to a guy last year who when he found out there was a Bible in the gift bag, he started dancing around saying, I have my own Bible. And he was ecstatic about receiving uh, a Bible. And, you know, those were that was a tough Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Last last year was was one for the, the books that we won't forget, <laughs> you know, and here at Union Rescue Mission on the fly, you had to adjust last year, too, with all of yeah. that. Yeah, and I can't even tell you whether it's been one or two that we've adjusted because what a fog that 18 months was. <laughs> but how faithful has God been to the rescue mission over the course of the last 18 months? We had our biggest giving year in the history of Union Rescue Mission during that spell. Uh, we had uh, an opportunity to raise nearly $55 million in our Multiply Hope campaign, which is enabling us to open up the Angelus House and dream about doing so much more. You know the difference between going through a great recession and having to struggle to keep everyone employed and everyone fed and the difference between that and what we've experienced lately. When you, when you have enough to do your ministry, uh, boy, you can dream Big and Andy, why do you think, what do you attribute, you know, um, with all of the struggle that it's been, you know, everything from all the, the guidelines, restrictions, and, you know, just the magnitude of what this has been across the, the country and actually around the globe, what do you attribute the, the overwhelming gratitude of the, the resources coming in to be able to do all this? And again, I want to, all of us need, it's not just about Union Rescue Mission. This is about being faithful to uh to christ and a mission statement that says we're not going to abandon that cause so this is yeah. really applicable for all of so, us here so donations were down at every nonprofit that you could probably imagine except for at gospel missions 
donations were sky high all around the country at gospel missions because of faithful people stepping up to meet the need and we all we all kind of convinced the world hey we're uh, you know we are uh, we are needed in this we are we are what what's the word i'm i'm having to struggle we are uh, we are as important as the police force. We are as important as the the fire. We oh, it's uh, first responders. Uh, yeah, first essential. Essential. Essential was okay, the word. I was the one word. Yeah, I've I said it so many times, yeah. but I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, essential. We are like first responders. Of course, we're right. going to stay open because some people closed nonprofits and were convinced that they weren't essential. And we, from the get go, said we are essential. Who else is going to be here to welcome people from the streets? And faithful people have stepped up like never, ever before. Mm. When we go to, as we go to break, uh, talk about that faithfulness, talking about, look, you know, just being straight to the core value of what we are and then fighting for that. You know, this is a struggle. Sometimes you have government entities and other outside elements come in trying to uh, persuade you, whether it's money or whatever. And you've said, no, we're not going to do that. Talk a little bit about the children. As we go into the break, you know, as we were driving in, I saw a number of children even out here on the streets and stuff like that. Is there a particular child that maybe necessarily, you know, may have had some sort of smile on their face because kids would be kids. But when they were served here, Thanksgiving meal, that popsicle grin taking place and maybe they've received their Bible. or come, Is there a story of a, of a kid coming in? Because that, again, is the importance of Union Rescue Mission. It, it, it generational it ends that cycle could end because a child gets that kind of hope well i mentioned maritza earlier i can tell you her little but her little guys that took that ride with me to to union rescue mission that day uh they are my best buddies and when they see me they say that's my best that's our best buddy andy <laughs> but when i was out deep frying today some young moms with kids went by and they were all waving at me like you know there's a there's my buddy and i got in the elevator yesterday with a young mom and a brand new baby uh he was nine he was nine months old and uh he just was all smiles and and mom thanked me uh for us being here for her at this tough time in her life so that you know as well as getting to walk with uh walking miracles and get to work and see lives transform getting those kind of thank yous from our guests uh, mean the world. And it's, it's always the kids who are so thankful and the senior ladies who tell me every day how much they love me and how handsome I am. Yeah, but I say, you know, you better be careful. You might get a, you know, <laughs> I might get a little date out of that. You know, you never know. Uh, Ezra 311, with praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. He is good. His love towards all of us endures forever. Um, as we go to break, Andy, um, just talk a little bit about that. Again, Thanksgiving is here. Uh, we have people in their cars or listening on an app, maybe jogging, all of that. Just apply what we are just speaking to, to maybe encouraging people to be a conduit which Christ is used in, in their life in verbal and nonverbal ways this Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think, I think one of the greatest proofs of, uh, of God's love and one of the biggest life changers out there is just the difference between uh christians thankfulness and our current world's bitterness and huge divide yeah. and anger if we can if we can be the people who god called us to be people of gratitude towards him i i think we can somehow bring this 
this world back uh, and, and be a unifying force in the world rather than a dividing, uh, 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 an instrument of division. Right. Yeah. The church. That's the church, you and I. The church. Us. We can make a difference by being people of gratitude toward God because somehow we're still here and somehow we're still being blessed and we need to let that out and not be ashamed of saying where the source of our hope comes from. Right. And, and we're, not, the, we're, our, we're our neighbor's only hope. Mm. Jesus is our only hope. Mm. Awesome. Randy, uh, Reverend Andy Bales, this is David James. We are live here, Union Rescue Mission downtown, getting ready for the great big Thanksgiving feast they're going to have here. Union Rescue Mission, both inside and out. They've got about 25 deep fryers outside. You've got 200-plus turkeys that are being cooked into the late hours tonight. And then tomorrow morning, 1030 a.m., that's when all the serving begins. And we encourage you to, to pray tomorrow about that time. Even now, if you remember, if you could say a prayer for all those souls that are going to come through, that they not only receive that meal and know that they're not forgotten, but the Holy Spirit guide and direct and dictate in their life, saying, you know what, child? You are mine, and I love you, and I have a plan and purpose and for your life. If you're hungry, come by. <laughs> yeah, come on by here downtown Union you Rescue need Mission. need a Bible. Come by. Southern California Live, Union Rescue Mission, 99.5 KKLA. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.